Why is he fighting, fighting this? Why, what, 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 what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Welcome back to the Immigrant Section. I'm here with my boy, Nitish Sakuja, man. Sick, thanks for having me, bro. Yo, hell yeah, man. I appreciate yeah. you reaching through. Yeah, man. Bro, you're the Stop. guy, man. Wow, <laughs> Mad thanks, style. Man. Yo, Cayman, this guy is militant, bro. If you're not seeing the video right now, full camo. Top yeah, to body. bottom, bro. That Nike tech fleece. <laughs> Yo, that's, <laughs> is that new age shit or is that like a throwback? Uh, It's new. They just, I love I love sweatpants. You know, I wear sweatpants. Everywhere. I know, man. I, I heard you're, you got time on sweatpants uh, on stage. Yeah, <laughs> I only wear sweatpants. <laughs> and um, I just look for fresh ones. And Nike has these really nice tech fleece fresh that's like so, that yeah. moisture wick that is that like casual or straight up like athletic one i don't do anything athletic yeah no but i'm like <laughs> as far as like it's intent oh I, i'm i'm sure it's probably meant for a doing athletic <laughs> shit you've never broken a sweat in that shit no <laughs> never this is i try to keep it clean i i break uh sweats in my in my uh you know fruit of the loom clothes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my boy in tissue you're like um when i i moved to toronto like uh what, a year and a half ago mm-hmm and I came in and like the city, every city, cause I was I used to like um, do comedy in San Francisco. Okay. And every like local like comedy market, there's always the top weed comics. You know what I mean? Like like not necessarily the only weed comics, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. the guys definitely associated. Mm-hmm. And you're like the guy. I but come through the corner comedy. That's, it's like yo, that's Natisha. It's Gucci. cool, but like I don't like. You don't want that association? No, I don't. I don't mind the association. Oh yo, c- come a little closer to the mic, bro. I don't mind the association. It's just that. I don't want people to think that I'm a weed comic that, like, I never talk about weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've That's why I never mentioned weed in my comedy once. That's why I'm saying know? associated with. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, just, like, I'm just high when I'm performing. Yo, yeah. I, I, yo, and I rolled a nice little one here cause, yeah, uh, yeah. to commemorate. Bro, I didn't know. I didn't know we could smoke down here. Uh-huh. Bro, Right course, underneath man. the fire alarm. Or else I would have brought a blunt. Oh, I didn't even notice that <laughs> shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. One time, one time, one time. Kia. So, uh, <laughs> just a sec. No, no, no. 100%. I'm just going to crack this window open. Hold this. All right. Podcasts are so weird to me, dude. If it goes, if it goes off, then I'll just, uh, I'll cut that part. You know what I mean? Okay, we got that going. Mm-hmm. Okay, should be good. This isn't hot enough to set it off, if I understand. These. Yeah, it should be fine. Right? I've smoked in enough hotels and Airbnbs. Yo, the hookah. It we used to put fun. tin foil around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, yeah. just cover it up, right? Fuck six, yeah. Six, six, yeah, man. Six. Podcasts are so weird to me, cause like. My podcast, we do it in front of a live audience. Yo, yeah, uh, check out, by the way, the High on Trees podcast with Paul Thompson, who I had on a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, Natish and Paul run that shit together for a minute now. Yeah, it's dope. And it, it's just taped in front of a live audience. So, like, there's always an audience to tell us. Feedback. It's like comedy. Immediate feedback, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, when, when it's just you and me in a room, shit can get really weird and we won't know. Until we're in, in the weirdness. I know, I know. I, I totally get what you mean. But when you embrace it, yeah, 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 it'll go the I, way it needs to go. Absolutely, you yeah, just gotta yeah, embrace yeah. it. We're gonna. I think this is gonna bring this together. You okay, know? fuck yeah, absolutely, yeah, man. Hell yeah, bro. What's your background, man? I'm Indian. I'm an Indian guy, Punjabi. Punjabi. Did you get a lot of resistance going into this thing, or your parents like? Were your parents super, um, cult like um, back home culture? Like, did Not they really grow like, up here? Or? No, they were they they immigrated here. Okay. Um, me, my brother, and my sister are the first generation that were born here. Okay, okay. Uh, but my parents, like, I have a lot of family in Canada too. But Before my, you guys came, 
uh well all together now that we're all here right okay but, like my family was like the poor family so everybody Always. else yeah they had, like doctors and not not even that they just were pretty well off everybody grew up in like brampton mississauga okay my family was the only one that grew up in rexdale right <laughs> so her, my mom's her, i'm not even familiar with it rexdale just sounds like it's the shit yeah, it's like one. the it's the west end of scar it's like the west end scarborough of scarborough same, no no it's the west end scarborough oh west end scarborough it's, okay it's the scarborough so closer to the yeah, toronto it's the tobacco oh true right? true true rexdale um, and it was just like my mom our, her kids grew up ghetto you know, and the rest of my cousins were all kind of proper, you know. So, do you have embarrassment about it? Like, no, not embarrassment, but my parents had to adjust to that. You know what I like mean? How, like how? How to raise us? How to be cooler for the for them to like in any way connect with us? You know True. what I mean? Okay, because they knew you could see what others had, kind of thing. And kind of, but they were just like I don't know. They could tell their kids were a little different than the rest of our cousins and stuff and my parents were actually pretty cool they're cool parents oh that's sick that's rare in the indian community yeah, yeah well they, they they grew up in the hood too right they see everything going on around them did right? your cousins all get pushed to like uh doctor engineer lawyer kind a of a lot shit? of them are like that even my brother he has a pretty good job he's a, like a ca cfa okay okay account and all that shit. by that by the way that's dominated by indians and pakistanis yeah of course bro all, numbers like, brother. My, yeah, yeah specifically yeah. that accreditation yeah man. all my pakistani friends at least one of their older brothers has that that's yeah, you know that's what we do bro um but i didn't do that i i did the opposite and uh, there was some resistance but like <laughs> of course there was resistance they're like what are you guys what are you fucking doing what are you doing with your life until it started <coughs> paying off and then now they're like they support it fully do right? you remember how many years it was before you had that payoff moment that moment where you're like oh if they see this or if i show them this then they're gonna get off it's, my back yeah, it took at least a couple of years you know, even when it started to pay off, even still to this day, I still get once in a while, my mom will be like, you still do? <laughs> you should, you know, maybe go <laughs> find the gloves. Yeah, 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 you know, go find a nice career. Yeah. You yeah. know, what are you doing? Right. But she sees it. She sees it's going well. I get to travel the country, get to travel the world doing comedy. Have you done you know? a lot of like uh, out of North America stuff? I've done some stuff. Well, North America, just the U.S. and Canada, but I've gone to Australia in March for two months. Oh, for uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Melbourne or? Fest for a bit. I'm gonna touch. I'm uh, gonna pass through that for a bit. But uh, I have a bunch of work booked in uh, Australia. Do a lot of like uh, Toronto comics? They made it out there and they facilitated that for you. You just had that hook. Not up at all. I I did. Um, I was out in um, Kelowna doing the. Uh, the Kelowna Comedy Kelowna BC, right? Yeah, I was doing yeah. the Kelowna Comedy Festival. Okay. And there was a comic from Australia out there. Uh, this was Michael. last year or something? Yeah, just last year. Okay. Oh, bring some Mike a little closer. Yeah, just last year. Okay. And uh, he's this comic from Australia. His name is Chris Franklin. He's this older guy. Uh, he he got famous in Australia by doing a, 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 parody, a song parody of something. Okay, gotcha. And uh, now he's just a, a touring stand-up comic, pretty famous out there. He's on TV and all that shit. And he was in, on the festival, too. And he took a liking to me because I kept getting in trouble for smoking weed everywhere. Okay, yeah. Everywhere I went, I got in trouble for smoking weed. There's and then a one smoke night, cloud falling. Yeah, down. one night I did like uh, acid, <laughs> and I was like, I was just having a good time, and I bumped into him and his wife in the hotel, and they thought it was hilarious that I was on acid, and we ended up just jamming, talking and shit for like a couple hours. Okay, and for the rest of the the festival, me and that guy were just hanging out. That was my fucking boy. That was your you boy know? now. Yeah, and he's like. He said to me, he's like, yo, as soon as this festival's done or whatever, whenever you want to come to Australia, you let me know and I'll hook it up for you. And I remember that shit. So as soon as I got back, I, I messaged him and I was like, bro, remember you said whenever I want to come to Australia, you tell me, when can I come to Australia? You know, I'll come right now. And he lined it up for you for next And then summer. he said, okay. And then 
over the next couple months, I got a message back from him, and it was a bunch of dates, good money, headlining some clubs all around Australia. Yo, he really that's used amazing. his influence. He came through, huh? Oh yeah. He just gave you your tour, like a PDF of like, yo, this is your tour. Yeah, me and Danny Marinello. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's sick. Do you, is there a name for it? Like a clever name, or is he just lined up all these spots? Uh, he just lined up a bunch of spots at comedy clubs. Are you guys uh, gonna like uh, make a name for it? You maybe. Just gonna go knock maybe him we're out? just gonna go do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We're just, just. I don't know. Sometimes. Sorry, that was my phone. Oh, okay, I was like, I guess I shouldn't open that window. It was a cat outside or some shit. I don't know if that, we get raccoons in this area, by the way. That was a goat. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's the most Indian thing ever, bro. I love it. Yeah, brother. My bad. Man, I should. No, 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 no. Die, bro. I get you, man. We're down here smoking this. I'm actually shocked that this uh, smoke alarm hasn't gone off yet, huh? It's just like a little. Little cloud directly under it, buddy. Canadian fire alarms, bro. They know <laughs> weed's legal. Yeah, they're like it's good. Yeah, yo, he's good. Wait for it to get a little more intense. Yo, are you excited for Australia, man? Australians are just they're the most open party. And bro, one you you've been to BC, obviously Whistler. It's all yeah. Australians, right? Yeah, yeah. One time I was in Australia, and uh, this is a true story. You've been everywhere, eh? You've been all over the world. Like I'm a little bit. Where were you born? Sudan. And then when did you? Sudan, and then I came to Canada when I was six, started first grade here. Okay. Till 12th grade in London, Ontario. I grew up in London. Okay. Went to Waterloo for school, and then I dipped I went to Waterloo too. Oh, I yeah? Dropped, I dropped out, though. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. You, yeah. Bro, like, look who's laughing now, man. Yeah, yeah. I finished, went to the States, and here I am, yeah. three years, four years behind you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, who, in the long run, in the yeah. short term, everyone's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. But what'd you take there? <sighs> Nanotechnology engineering. Oh shit! Yeah, bro, I was in a. I was all the way in. I was like, "That's some impressive sounding shit." I literally did it because it sounded impressive as me, fuck. That's why I did. It. I went. For, I went for uh, B math. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, with Lori and Waterloo. Yeah, the double program. That's a hard program. Uh, the year that I was there, that would have been the last year that anyone got a B math. They don't give it out anymore now. It's just a B science. Oh, good thing. And I was gotta... like, I was like, you know what? Let's be a. But then a year into it, I'm like, fuck these Asian people. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I gonna say it's all Asian. <laughs> yeah, I got bro. mad. It's all Asian. I got like, mad. I started hating them. That specific program is. More I love Asian. them. No, but at, at that point, I started hating them before the coronavirus even came. Yeah, <laughs> these just people that that have like complete conviction in getting this degree. Yeah, yeah And your heart's not in it, dude. You can't so compete. Good. You know, they they. I learned Rexdale math. These guys learn real math. You know what I mean? Like, you don't realize it until you're there. Until talking about proofs and shit. Yeah, you're like, like what, what the fuck? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, a derivative. Like, fuck. Yeah. Man, I was going to say, uh, one time I was in um, yeah, the, e, the West. So, sorry. No, 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 no. BC and Whistler. Okay. All Australians, bro. Australians are the most open people I've ever seen. We're at a bar and uh, we're it's going off. It's like 10 o'clock in Whistler. And uh, this girl, she posts up to my big, like, rugby Australian chick. Goes up to uh, me and my buddy, or me specifically at the time. She goes, I want I want you to fuck me. Was, but, your, was your boy black too? No, he was okay. Portuguese. Okay. She goes, I want you to fuck me, but I want him to fuck me too. <laughs> Same type thing? Yeah, but, and this is true story. And, uh... This girl was big, bro. And her brother her? was right away. Her brother was right next to her. True story. And we look at him like he was partying with us the whole time. And she asked right in front of him. It's like a collection now. And he goes, she wants you both, mate. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? My sister's a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. What am I going to do, mate? Live and love and live. That's hilarious. But my, my buddy ended up taking her. 
Don't lie. My word. I mean, why would I bring up that story and lie about that part? Now, I regret saying the. I regret not getting involved, to be honest. Why? Yo, you left. Because that was my one opportunity. So, not since then, to be honest. I've never really gone and looked for it, but that was the one threesome opportunity that presented itself mm. to me. But not in the terms like right away. I was like, "Bruh, I'm not trying to see my buddy's hard dick." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but now that, but now, yeah, 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 but now that I'm like, I said no, and time has passed. I'm like, should have probably just said yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Next time, bro. Yeah, exactly, Next exactly. Time. If anyone out there listening to the immigrants, like, you know, I, no, 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 wants my, to run a train <laughs> with my boy, a boss. My girl yeah, literally listens to this podcast too. Okay, well, if she wants to, yeah. If she's down for it, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Uh, if there's some eager listeners, you know, she's sick. <laughs> what up, <Fuck>. babe? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, she's man, unsubscribing. I I did a lot of traveling before I did comedy mm-hmm. because my work required me to travel within the states a lot. I'd go to Nashville all the time. Imagine you were doing comedy at that time while still working. I know, I know, man. It fucking. That's that regret that consumes my mind when I start thinking that question. Why'd you quit that job, though? For comedy? Honestly? I had a bunch of jobs, but it fell in my lap. I started doing comedy, and I started getting obsessed with comedy, but I still had this plan like, oh, I'll get good at comedy, and then I'll quit my job. But then I got fired, and I had to leave the States because my visa was no longer good. So Because you got fired? I got fired. I moved back to London, Ontario. I'm like, fuck all that visa engineering shit. I'm just going to move to Toronto and go 100%. Because you were a citizen here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I grew up in Canada. Yeah. Like, I'm a Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much how I got. I threw well, you it. came when you were six. So did you have to do a test or anything, or did they just give it to you? Because at that age, it's like. No, no, at that, you get like grandfathered into it. Okay. You know, at that, they put your ass in ESL and shit. Did you ever, you never had to do ESL, right? Because you. I was born here, bro. How was that for you? Like, did you. Normal. Did you Rexdale? <laughs> yeah. Not the born <laughs> The birth was, then, it was Regular birth, it wasn't C-section. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying like, did you have like, did you have the, that cliche like comedians like, I was racism every day i had to face racism every day as the one brown kid like no around. definitely you had no, that I, grew up, I grew up in the hood uh i grew up around tons of indian people i grew up around all black people spanish people we only had we had limited white people in our neighborhood. oh bro you're i believe you're wearing a literally like a camouflage top bottom i believe it on <laughs> that's that's i could tell bro like i grew up man yeah, too limberlost yeah, yeah. i don't know if you ever heard of that no, it's haven't. like a mini hood of london okay true a lot less gun violence in toronto yeah, yeah. but still we're there like yeah. it's bad it's still bad yeah, here you know yeah but people it was like trapped yeah it was like maybe 15 white people in my high school yeah and they all had the same hallway with their lockers so we they were the it, minority yeah we called it dawson's creek hallway yo that's yeah. hilarious bro <laughs> literally this podcast the whole reason it's called the immigrant section is the complete opposite situation in london ontario because uh, it's all white yeah. and there was one section well, called the immigrant section that they all we all hung out at right, and yeah. the older kids are talking arabic and yeah, just being like yo yeah, ali yeah. and like you know what i mean well that's well that's i experienced that for sure whenever i left rexdale you know, anywhere else I went in the world, it's all white people. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. The but, reverse happened. Yeah, yeah. But in my immediate surroundings, yeah, everyone looked like me. Okay, man. That's fucking sick, dude. I actually think about that sometimes. I'm like, I wonder if that would have... Because I... You know you're saying you have a lot of family here? Mm-hmm. My family moved here with, like, no one here. Okay. Until this day, there's kind of... It's only, like, my older sister's gotten married. Mm-hmm. So... 
her in-laws family is kind of like now we're starting to branch out yeah, yeah. but for our whole childhood there was no other it was like the other sudanese community families yeah, yeah. were the ones we family had family friends yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but you call everyone uncle and yeah, yeah absolutely. you know yeah, yeah but there was like no actual tide shit yeah. it was weird it was like uh was it super religious for you growing up not really i mean there was religion but yeah. my parents were never did you ever put me. you in a school or any of that kind of shit? Not really. I mean, we went to school and shit, but no, they knew. Like a like a Punjabi school? Uh, a Hindi school. We're Punjabi, but we're Hindus. Okay, or like a Hindu school? Like a Hindi school, yeah. And is it all the kids there? They're just it's like on a Saturday. Oh yeah, like, on a Saturday or something. Everyone's morning. just kind of like fuck. nobody wants to be there. Yeah, I'll get kicked out. I'll ask to go to the washroom and just wait outside for yeah. my mom. To come <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All the teachers are like volunteers yeah, exactly. and like yeah, yeah, they're, they're all, all like new fresh immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all like speak the language the yeah, best. They're all, and shit. they're all snitches, bro. <laughs> they all snitch. Yeah, it's so quick to call your mom, bro. Hey, all right, and it's literally B school. Like everyone knows this isn't the real school yeah, you know, yeah this is fake shit some bullshit <laughs> dude every culture had that i went to one called weeble in london if you grew up in london you'll know weeble was the building that had the adult night classes at night had the arabic school kids on sunday had the chinese yeah kids on yeah, yeah. and sometimes we would overlap with the chinese kids mm, and and they'd be fucking around at recess and, yeah. and the arabs would be fucking around it was weird <laughs> yeah man it's a cool cool experience i used to legit like ask to go to the washroom wait outside and just leave and wait outside for two hours until my dad would come pick me up and literally i would just look at the sun and i was at church so i just look at the sun and be like if my dad doesn't get here in 10 minutes i'm losing faith in you god <laughs> yeah. yeah just testing god <laughs> and fucking dad never showed up bro so bro nothing so can really all. badly happen to you in those fucking yeah. like we know it's not real you know yeah yeah like unless, I, unless you're a catholic kid then you're probably gonna get molested yeah oh 100 percent. the fathers they go hard they got touched they molest now <laughs> it's a cycle but for like for the arab kids that those were the classes that you would have the hot the most aggressive class clowns because they were taking risks in yeah. those you know shit you couldn't pull off at regular school yeah. they're loud and angry yeah. and like f everyone's combating the teachers i remember that shit. that's the most like wild turned up kid classroom yeah, experiences i ever remember Poor, the teachers aren't they're not trying to be they're aggressive. not equipped yeah they're not, they're not ready they never had no training <laughs> and this kid's like beatboxing oh, and he yeah. won't stop and they're telling him stop or i'm gonna call it but he won't uh, stop uh, and everyone's cheering for him <laughs> it's like what the fuck this yeah, would man. never happen regularly that's we, the immigrant side <laughs> yeah right literally <laughs> that. You know what those schools need? They need like a uh, like a Samuel Jackson type super like super like I need to help these. I need to save Stop, these kids. motherfuckers. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know this is not regular school, but you gotta learn these words. He's like, oh shit, he's getting to these kids. Oh man, <laughs> you learn what you learn from your parents. Everything else, that's just time for us to fuck around with our friends. That that's we don't actually well. That I, is that that's actually really well put, man. Fuck, right. you're so right. Everything I never learned it's just kind of playtime. Yeah, man. I never learned shit from that school. Right? <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but hardly anything. Mostly what I know how to speak my language or anything. It's from my parents. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know what I <laughs> those schools you would always leave with the most photocopied staple. Yeah, yeah, a bunch shit, of shit that no one is looking at. No but just you have to leave with something within your hand so yeah. your teachers are your parents are like, okay, he's they're doing, doing something. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember just throwing those out and you'll be like, the boy went to school. Yeah. The boy went to the mosque. Yeah. Like in Arabic. Fuck that. that shit was literally it was, was a that shit free? Huh? 
Ours, I think we paid for. I'm sure we paid for. Or well, maybe might have been a community subsidized thing. I have no month. idea. I, have I no don't idea. know. I'd never we ask, bro. Weebo, we if you went to London, you probably know that shit. Because you were fucking hanging out with someone else, somewhere else in the church or temple or whatever, and then you come meet your mom and she's like, oh, I signed you up for classes. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What do you like, mean? You didn't ask me. <laughs> I, shit. Yeah, I wasn't there. So you don't know if any money was exchanged. Probably, though. Greedy probably. bastards. Probably. I would imagine yeah. at least they give the hand something. Yeah. Bro, one time they, my dad put us in the Muslim kids' camp. He goes, um, you have to be 14 or older. He put me and my brother in it. It's like a Islamic camp. You go do Islamic shit in, yeah. in the forest. Yeah, yeah, learn how to make bombs and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basic Islamic <laughs> shit. Right? How to make hummus, how to yeah. make C4, yeah. standard Muslim yeah. shit. Both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First you feed, then you flow. <laughs> Dude, it had to be 14 or older to get in, and I was 12. I was 12. And it was like in August, and my birthday is October. My dad goes up to the guy. He goes, look, he's almost 13, so he's almost 14. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, Just give right. us the 250, yeah. you know? Dude, that was the longest. Bro, like those camps are so funny because they're like they stay trying to camps? trick you into Islam. But was it like a stay-away camp? Yeah, it's just like, yo, we're going to do canoeing. Yo, we're all going to canoe. But after, obviously, we're all going to pray, right? Because yeah. God is great. Yeah. Right, guys? Like, yeah, God's great. Let's get the canoe, you so know? Every church was. Even, like, when I when I went to high school, there was a church across the street. And we used to go because they gave us free lunch, hot dogs for lunch. Yeah. But in order to get the hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen to some shit. You have to, to listen shit. to some shit about Jesus. And you're like, oh, my God. When this guy stops talking after 20 minutes, we get hot dogs and we get to use the pool table. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. literally. But all these religious, like, aggressive people, they come at you like a timeshare meeting. Exactly. You know, you're just like, let me, I'm just trying to get this ski yeah, lift, yeah, yeah. you know? And some people get fucked and they're in it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, literally, it's kind of like falling into a, yeah, man. Like a timeshare. A lot of them are lifetime contracts. You can't get out of it. Yo, it's actually the best analogy. Yeah. This door's creaking open, man. It's scaring the it shit knows, out of me. It knows. Allah's <laughs> listening, bro. Yeah. God is watching. <laughs> bro, my mom, my mom would always be like, my mom is super religious. Mm -hmm. Super the highest level, pretty much. She would always Does be she like. Listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not Quran. I would just, if I called it the Quran, she'd play it. You know what I mean? But like, she'd always be like, keep the bathroom door closed. Close the bathroom door. And I'm like, why? And she goes, Shawatin? She means it's like demons. Demons are gonna come out of that bathroom door if you keep it open. Because demons are in because it's a bathroom. Toilets? Like Shawatin. Like like you know what I mean? Like But why are the demons coming from the washroom? Why not anywhere? Because else? it's like a, pl a dirty you, place. That's where you, shit? you can't pray there. That's where you shit. I guess that's uh, what it comes down to. I don't know if demons, it's even like the Islamic demons coming out of your ass. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. There's yeah. just weird shame. Like, <laughs> it's such a natural, never heard that normal place. That's cool. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's even a Muslim thing or a Sudanese, like, village thing. Okay. You know, you don't know if it's religion or culture maybe or what more it is. In, maybe it's a, it started off in Sudanese village thing because you guys were shitting in a haunted hole. You know what There's I mean? a lot of that stuff, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of that stuff in Islam. They say if you pee standing up, your punishment, you're supposed to sit down and pee. Even men? Men specifically. Okay. Yeah, women. Are, yeah, women stand if you really want. Work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mess for everyone. Yeah. You know, but for men, you're supposed to sit to pee. If you stand to pee, when you die, a snake will wrap up its body around your corpse. Why? Is this because the pressure? Stand and pee? Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no why. No you don't why. hear the parable about the why. You just hear the parable about what will happen if. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never hear the because of this and this and this and that. 
That's fucked. You never hear that shit. I get. I'd be killed so fast if I grew up in any of those countries. No man, it it's scares just, the shit out of me. It's just naturally inside of me to say why. Yeah. To yeah. everything, I'd say why till they killed me, and then mm-hmm. I'd be like, why? <laughs> that I didn't do that for so many years. It took me a long time. I didn't fuck around with drugs or like mushrooms. The counterculture till like into my early to mid twenties. When I when I, whereas a lot of kids they dip into that stuff at like sixteen, mm-hmm. you know? And they come out of it. And they come out of it or whatever. But I, by the time I dipped into it, I already was in my career. Yeah. And then yeah, like right. slowly slowly start to slip out of the yeah, career rather than then. slip out of school. Yeah, you're fucked then. Yeah, you slipped out of school. Yeah. I slipped out of the career, you know? Yeah, slipping out of the career is harder because now you have this way harder. You've built this life. Yeah. Right? Bro, I had yo, listen to this, bro. You know cars, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, when I was twenty-two, I went to I got a, st- a job in the States, okay, in Detroit. It paid sixty grand salary. Okay. And I moved to States and within a month I go walk in and I have a Nissan Sentra, two thousand one. It's twenty fourteen. <laughs> I go walk into BMW, okay? And I get a I get a lease. For a BMW 435X drive. It just came out okay. to 2014. Okay? It's $1,000 a month. Okay? I just got there. You know? My rent is $1,000 a month. The insurance is like 200 And I furnished this apartment like I was balling out. Bro, I put myself on credit card debt for three years because of that car. And I car. couldn't leave the job because, like, everything I had built was built off of that making sure I get that. 2400 bi-weekly or whatever the yeah, amount yeah, is yeah. you need that number to come into your account to make this whole charade keep going you know Absolutely, what i mean dude. it's so fucking hard it's the, fucked. the only reason it worked is because i got fired severance there was no severance but it cut it like there was a decision that was hard to make for, for me to move up from all that stuff but getting fired put me in that so what did you do you, got, you gave the car back bro i it it all worked like serendipity man Straight up, I moved to the states. I got a three-year lease. At the within one month of that three-year lease finishing, I lose this job. I get fired. So I have a decision of either trying to aggressively try to get a, a, a job there, or I was like, "Fuck it!" I went to BMW. I gave him the car back a month early. I walked out of BMW on foot too. I li- that was the best feeling because for bro, I, have you ever leased a car? No, I just I buy used cars. Listen, how stupid this was. So I was paying a G for it a month, right? And I got 24,000 kilometers because when you lease, they give you a, a set amount you have to yeah. return it with. So I had 24,000 a year. And within eight months of having the car, I was already at like 27,000. Okay. So I got to a point where I couldn't drive the car because I was so over. I was trying to catch up because I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not going to pay at the end. I was being stupid at the time. But I was so over. I wasn't willing to drive anywhere and I didn't have money to go anywhere. Because I was so broke because of the car. I was just at home. And I felt like that was the most I ever felt retarded. Yeah, retarded bro. and trapped Bought in my life. a car to go somewhere and you can't I go was like, anywhere. I feel trapped. Expensive. Yeah, all the money is there. I'm just sitting in this apartment in Detroit. Because I'm always driving back to London. Or like to see friends, right? Because I work in a company with all like married fathers. There's no young section of this company. So it's just like it's no all program. No one to hang out with. It's weird, like suburb area. It was fucked. It was so I was constantly driving back to Ontario. Why did they fire you? No, that job I left. That was Detroit. Okay. Right after that, I left. I was like so miserable, and I started doing comedy. I was miserable, and I was like, you know what the problem is? Michigan is a problem. If I go to California, everything will be good. California will fix everything. So you went to California. So I fucking hard linkedin has a function where you can just pray pr- to apply for jobs you go 
uh, LinkedIn in, it's called, where you just apply, you click a button and it gives them your resume. And I did that to every job that had that button, you know, cause it was easy, right? Yeah. So I just did a 50 in LA, like 50 in Portland, 50 in San Francisco, anywhere in the West. I was yeah. like, the West will fix. So I ended up getting a job in San Francisco. I moved to San Francisco and I go super, at this point now I'm doing hardware. I'm doing a, I'm becoming a, I'm a operations program manager for a hardware startup. Okay. And they're working me like a dog, bro. They're paying you well? They're paying me amazing. Okay. Amazing. But like, at this point, I'm already in the comedy. So I already know it's like, I already know it's like, okay, this money is sick. But this is so committing to me that I can't, I can't do sets. Like, bro, they would throw me into, I had, they sent me to China for three weeks. This is before Was Carnival. Was it fun though? No, 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 no. Not at all, man. Like, I went to China and I did mics at Shanghai. I did a couple open mics. That was sick. Every day I could get away. But for the rest of it, they worked me like a dog. Well, what, what did you do? All I did was sit in a conference room, okay? This company was launching a product in China, a new product. And this was the prototype phase. And all my job was to do was sit in a conference room and all the manufacturing engineers and electrical engineers on the, on the prototype line, if they came to problems, they come to me and they go, this happened, this happened, this happened. Based on our directives, what do we do? What is the priority? And I just sat there and be like, ah, they said that this is the most important, so do that. And then I just keep sitting there in a room that has no windows, bro. 14 hours a day, okay? Jesus I walk Christ. For six days a week, and, I, and, I, and I've already accepted the money. There's no leaving there. But that's, the, that's what that a big paycheck, it, you give your life, man. It was the worst. I was just literally there trapped. For six months? Three months? For like, no, for like weeks at a time, which oh. is still a lot. And then they would send me back in the back. You'd have to go back. <coughs> and I'm like, How much money did they give you up front? They didn't give me any money up front. Or whatever. How, what was the paycheck for it? Whatever. You're a fucking comedian. 120. Now. 120. 120 grand? US. Jeez. This was back in like 2015. And how much of your life did they take away? Got all of it. Like, no, but like for how, how much? Oh, like when I'm back in the city? Collectively, how much time did they get from you? How many months? Five months. Five months? Yeah. For 120 grand? No, US? I mean, that's what the... If I stayed a whole year, I would have got 120 oh, grand. They didn't okay. just, yeah, it was like employment, you know? That's how, like, with salaries, they give you a number. Yeah, no, I thought you said, like, when you said you accepted the cash, I thought they were, like, to make oh, it easy hell on no, you. Oh, no, no. Here's 120 it, grand so you can go out there and do whatever you want. Okay, but I'll tell you this story, though. <laughs> so I was living in Michigan. I got that job in San Francisco. I told them, give me money to move out there. I can't just move everything. I have a car, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, we'll give you... Uh, <laughs> I'll just... <laughs> Say it. That's yeah. all good. So they're like, okay, You're we'll broke just... broke now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's all like, good. There's tires. The camera yeah, is bro. sitting on top of four tires, by the way. <laughs> if you can't... You no know, one, you can't see it. Yeah, man. But... Uh, they go, we'll give you five Gs. I'm like, no, I uh, give me 10 Gs. That's what it's going to cost me. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, I'm like, okay, give me the money. And they're like, no, you can, <laughs> you can claim up to 10,000 with receipts and everything. And I'm like, okay, you want to play that game? So, bro, I didn't buy furniture. I swear to God. I went to a carpenter and we started sketching out what I wanted because I'm like, I'm going to use every dollar of this money. Nice. Okay? And did you use it all? Oh, yeah. Every, I, I submitted a claim for 9800 of the nice. 10000 bro. And you got it back? Bro, every, bro. I, I was staying at my buddy's place for like a month. I was like, bro, let's draft up a contract right now that you're charging me. I send you the money. Uh, You know, show a paper trail and uh, 
<laughs> you just sends it back to you? I submit it. I'm like, yeah, exactly. But I gave him a cut. Yeah, yeah You know what course, I mean? Like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing this anymore, but this is what I did. This was years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's all good now, I think. Buddy. Like, they're going to come after me. Whatever. Fuck bro. you, company in Detroit. Bro, that was savage. The San Francisco company I worked for, that was the most savage corporate environment I ever worked. I, Why? People one, just getting fired every day? Just in the most heartless way. Like, one time, my boss, who we, were, we would never had an office. Because no one has an office in San Francisco. You just meet at Starbucks and shit yeah. like that. Because it's lean. You don't have to pay for a lease. One day, this guys we're out at lunch. We're about to meet with the CEO at one. And we're mid-meal. And he goes, uh, just a heads up. I think I'm uh, I'm about to get fired right now. I think uh, Roger's about to let me go. I'm like, huh? And I'm, I start choking. I'm like, what the fuck? Because this is the only like line of contact I have. And he's like, yeah. I saw. <laughs> he used to be the CFO. But he was becoming like obsolete. He's like, I saw a payment, um, a lesser payment go into my account. That only happens upon termination because he used to handle that. Like, mm. So he knew he was done. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't say that. You don't know if it's over. Bro, we show up. The CEO in the most coldest way, he sits us down. He goes, all right, Xander, uh, what are you working on right now? And he lists and he has him tell, write out everything that is open-ended pretty much. And then not like, tell me everything that's open-ended. Just like, tell me everything you're doing right now explicitly. <laughs> and then I just watched him tell him. And then he asked me to leave. <laughs> and then he... So, in turn, did you get fired too? No, I... I Because they found out I could kind of do both. His job wasn't necessary. I was doing his job. Because our whole thing was selling manufacture. You know, like... Uh, you know, like... Um, what's it called? Uh, Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Kickstarter is the number one crowdsourcing platform. The number two is called Indiegogo at the time. Yeah. So well, my the reason I got hired was to go to, we, we partnered with Indiegogo. So anytime some kid built like a cool mechanical hand or some cool camera glasses and he got like a million dollars for it, I would come in and I would be like, hey, look, our company, XX, can manufacture this product faster and we can get it to market cheaper than you can. So work with us. And our preferred blah blah blah, and I'll try to take as much of that crowd. So, because because you guys are trying to fuck these guys. It takes six. It usually takes X amount of millions millions of dollars to fully validate and get a product to the market. Yeah, we know this, and we never mention this. We just go, we can get your product to the market. Start working with us. You're gonna we're gonna bill you until you're leached out, pretty much. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, just, and no one was falling for it. <laughs> okay, nobody no, fell for it. Everyone wanted to hold on to every dollar, and they thought for they sure. could do it themselves, right? But so, what happens if you get like a million dollars and you can't do it? As long, bro, as long as you show the proof of spending it for like just cause, yeah, it's yeah. Those people, they when you crowdfund, you don't you you don't require anything back. Like I'm, oh, this looks like a cool idea. I'll give you fourteen dollars. You know what I mean? I hope you make it like happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you don't. They don't owe so you. So technically, anything. if you want, you could just leave with it. And yeah, do yeah. I mean, you you. I think you'll get fucked. Like the whole system is put in place so that people can't fuck it like that. But there's been a lot of cases like this one. Actually, our company worked very closely with a notorious startup that did just that. I forget what they were called, but they made us their whole thing. They got so much crowdfunding from their prototype of a, a motorcycle helmet that in the inside has cameras and everything. And it shows you everything. But it was impossible to manufacture, okay? And the CEOs, these two twins, were started buying apartments. And uh, they bought like a, an R8 is when the whole thing started to crumble. Because these guys were just bawling out movie style. Like, have you seen that uh, 
Fuck yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's how you would go yeah, down, right? Because you're still doing shows. Bend it and apologize later. Yeah. Would, do you ever think about like what would happen if you got to like a, a rapper amount of money? Like the baby. How how old is the baby right now? I don't know. Like but yeah, young twenties, and he's probably making like. I have thought about it. First thing I would do a is millions a month, bro. If someone offered me like a fifty million dollar check, in this comedy shit, if that ever happened, first thing I'd do is I like an exchange for something or just or like, like whatever. What if it was just for a TV show or like Chappelle three specials? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Whatever it was, first thing I do is straight up I call my brother, and be like, quit whatever fucking job you're doing right now. We have. You have a new hedge fund to worry about. <laughs> you oh, know what okay. I mean? Is that what your brother does? He manages well, like, he just, funds? Yeah, he's just like a... Or he's into that. He's, he's an accountant, tax guy. He, he's into that stuff. Okay, got it, got it. CFOs got it. for companies and Yeah, shit. you're working for me now full Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quit whatever you're doing. Come yeah. over here. Take 80% of this. Yep, yep. Save it, and I'm going to go party with the rest. Yo, you could even be like take ninety percent straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. In fact, yeah, take as much as, like as you want. Take yeah. almost all. Of take it, all of it. Take everything care. you leave. Take care gone. of everybody we need to take yeah, care yeah, of, yeah, yeah. and start investing. Bro, or I think about that too, man. That would be the way to go to just bring like all your people that, just everyone you know, like not everyone I know. No, I don't, no, not I don't like a lot of everybody no, no, no. I know. Everyone as in you, <laughs> yeah, anyone yeah. that you would have touch your money. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. and that's like people. <laughs> people are very like antsy about that absolutely right yeah. like, to just be like oh bro for, I, you're the you're always killing it you do this this man you gotta come do that and like work for this thing that's being built you yeah, know? yeah like put those efforts towards this you know yeah man Fuck I feel man. like that's the way to live you know and it's harder it's easier to think about and have people in your circle if you ever try to build something have a circle before you blow up because if you blow up and then you have to start building a circle now, oh, people are going to steal from you. How do you decipher who's who? Yeah, people yeah. are going to steal from you. Yeah, dude. 100%. Everyone's going to want a piece of your money. You got to have your base. And it's and I think if you, you come up right and you do the time you have to do, you will establish that base. Unless exactly. you're a piece of shit. Yeah, or it just, it just you never know. Some people just blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but... When people just blow up out of nowhere, I feel like it's like I don't know, or like it's they're not br- uh, bubbled up enough. I feel like it phases quick. That's it what doesn't you're do them. A ser- of. It doesn't do them a service. What happened to Rihanna? She got robbed by her manager for all how much money? I thought they they indicted that guy. I have no idea, but whatever. Even the fact that it happened. That happens. That shit happens a oh, lot. Exactly. Man. Yeah, man. He's like, oh, I'll handle the legal and I'll handle the this. Like, and you're blind. Yeah, and she's to getting a thousand dollars a week, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, exactly. Literally, like, like she's the most money she's ever she's seen before, right? Six thousand dollars a yeah. year. And she's, she's like, like, this doesn't seem right. No, even in her head, at that point, when she just came from fucking Barbados, she's like, even if she got a thousand dollars a month, she'd be like, what the fuck? This guy just gave me a thousand dollars in a month. Uh, who knows? She okay, probably, yeah, okay, she made it's, millions. No, it was something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, you know but what I Kendrick mean? has a, a whole. Uh, Kendrick has a lyric about that. He goes like, "What I." What I heard about what Rihanna's manager did to her makes me want to kill somebody. Like, apparently it was like theft to the level where he was like, I want to kill this person. Yeah, dude. Like, it's crazy. Hot, you know, Dane Cook's brother straight up robbed him too. He's in prison now. Because <laughs> so Dane Cook stupid. blew up young too. Remember how young Dane Cook blew Just up? ask your brother for some money. He straight up robbed him though. He was handling all the stuff. That's crazy, dude. Like, if... But I feel like that would never happen with a brown or like non-white family. That would only happen. I think I guess it could happen with anybody, but I just don't see it happening. I guess he didn't Can see you it happening. Can picture it happening? I guess he didn't see it happening with his brother either, right? Bro, 
the only the only person I've ever known suing their parents is have been white people. For sure. You know, <laughs> that like falls into Absolutely. that same category, right? White, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. How are you going to fuck over your family like that? What do you think about this? Have you changed anything about the way you're living with the fear of this whole coronavirus? Everybody's hitting me up like, avoid this. And they're sending nah. me pictures of like, wash your hands. <laughs> nah, wash behind your thumbs. Nah, I, I'm i just living the same life I lived yeah, exactly, before. Exactly, man. I, I make uh, sure to do exactly that. Yeah, you know? man. Because these things come and go. Yeah, I never talked to Chinese people before. I won't talk to them now. <laughs> nothing's you changing. Know, nothing's yeah, changing exactly. at all. <laughs> Bro, I went to Waterloo. <laughs> no. I did, you know, I already spent the five years. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I'm just fuck. I'm fucking around. I... I, I'm not worried, bro. I just practice basic hygiene. You'll be fine. Yeah. We live in Canada. We should be all right. This is like two reported ca- or like confirmed cases in Ontario, yeah, and yeah. I don't even know if they died. But apparently, people are saying in China it's pretty bad. Like, oh yeah, the death. They're not telling us time. real information. They're saying it's hundreds of thousands of people actually infected with it. Oh, actually. But they won't tell us. I don't know. The anonymous dropped the video. I don't know. I'm saying like real. it's way worse than yeah. we actually think. Yeah. And when that does anonymous does, do shit? You know. Dude, that's a, oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, when's the not last anonymous video? I know. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen one in forever. And then they came on dead dead. What did the video show? Like real they numbers? They didn't show nothing. They just showed the guy at the fucking V for Vendetta mask. Just, yeah. Just talking. About that. Yeah. Oh shit! If he's choosing this subject, that's pretty powerful. Right. And he was saying that they're, they're China's spreading misinformation. Uh, it's a lot more people infected than they say, but who knows, yo? Bro, that's exactly. Did you ever watch that Chernobyl documentary? Yeah, I don't know if I finished it, but um, they found that they pretty much they did the exact same thing. They were like, "Yo, it's good, it's good, it's fine, it's fine," and everyone tough. on the outside who's already fucked was like, "Oh, look, it's it's good." Yeah, because yeah. it's in their interest to make sure this is contained. Like, as far as, like, from a PR and, like, from an actual perspective. As Absolutely. Because as- I'm sure China's like, okay, whatever. We'll just lie about it. And when it's all done, we'll we'll fix it then. Because worst case, they'll just lie about it. And if it doesn't get fixed, <laughs> whatever. It's a zombie land now. You know what I mean? They don't have to worry about the consequences. Yeah, man. Like, to think of how bad it would have to be for them to need to build a hospital in six days. <laughs> you know what I That's mean? That's madness, dude. How know. bad? Well, it'd have to be a and lot. And it shows worse. how efficient they are. Yeah. And how bad our fucking That's construction like, companies are. But what do you think? I think if like a crazy virus started coming here, you would start seeing record construction speed too. I don't think so. Maybe not six days, but a couple nah, months. Nah, bro, the mafia runs our fucking construction. Legit, huh? They get paid off for it taking so long. Oh. You get way more money on a three-year project than you do on a two-week project. Hmm. Is this like some dangerous shit to say? Are people getting? It's like, yo, why did they? I don't know. I don't want to get involved. We're not this. the first ones saying this. <laughs> Fucking Simpson like, said it a hundred times. People have been connecting the dots. Yeah, I don't even know who the Montreal guys. I don't know who. Oh, Montreal's supposed to be all mafia. Right yeah, now. everywhere. Man, any any of these first world countries are mafia run, built on heroin money. I wonder actually how much money is made, dude. Every country on a daily basis. Every country. That's like a first world country is built on fucking drug money. Yeah, because there's like the masses need to get fucked up. The yeah, ma- and that's how they got. Who do you think financed building the roads, bro? Oh, shit. The mafia. It's yeah. all tied. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. This is like the. Who has money to throw away like that? Have you ever. Especially back then when there was no industries and shit. It's people, slave money and fucking You're right. drug money. Who does have money at that time yeah, like that? Yeah, slave money and drug money. 
it's like all the people who do business in all cash they're like oh yeah we'll, and back then there we'll was, it was it. back then it was all cash there was no oh, other system no, actually, of doing it. I'm, I'm sure there was like like <laughs> banks still did like mortgages and stuff like that but it's all shekels bro you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> you'd come with like a wagon full yeah, of like yeah. a physical thing yeah. to pay someone that'd it's be fucked <laughs> and they weren't dealing with numbers we're dealing with now if you had a mortgage it was a four thousand dollar mortgage something way more that reasonable. was your whole that was your, how much your house cost four thousand dollars there's only three zeros you had to worry about you know what i mean and now it's fucking gone up like three magnitudes yeah, more yeah, yeah. Fuck. fuck that that's why man if you're listening to this podcast sell drugs and buy shit that's your sell only solution drugs and buy shit like buy assets Right. Buy, sell drugs, buy land, uh, whatever. That's assets, a assets, land. You That's know, new high on cheese uh, podcast T-shirt. Yeah, Drew. Sell cheese, get land. Yeah, man. <laughs> you got to before they get it all. Do you grow? By the way, no. You've never like dabbled with it. Uh, I, I for a bit, I had my friend was growing for me, but I never grown my own. Every time in the movies they show those big greenhouses or whatever where someone's walking through the rows of yeah. it. I'm I've like, done fuck. that. I've done that a million done times. That? Yeah. I, I you you did that with grow. like a comedy tour. Yeah. And I just have a bunch of friends who grow, but I just don't have that passion to grow myself. I love good weed. Yeah. I, I source good weed all the time. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a hunter of, of the quads. But, <laughs> uh, but hunter gatherer. The precision to grow, I don't have enough patience. I can't grow the good weed that I want. I just don't have that patience. I'm not a patient guy. And to grow something, to grow anything, you need patience and love and all the good vibes and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like, I can't wait that long. Fucking <laughs> tell me when it's done, bro. Yeah, tell me who has it done now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. I got cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, imagine, yo, you know like the Brinks uh, guard guys? Mm-hmm. That job has been a job for like probably thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? Like guys like with a horse and like, yeah, yeah. and like just straight up armed and they got a bunch of gold in the back. That's that's fucked, dude. Imagine like being l- on the lookout for like arrows and yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. Like, that's why the Wild the West. Stick up kid has also existed just as long as that guy's existed. Oh, true, true. Yeah, it's like the yin and what yang came, of things, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Right, the guy hoarding stick the gold or the guy trying to take the gold? Shit, <laughs> that's like uh, Sun Tzu. If you are, <laughs> bro, we fucking. I actually kind of want another joint. I wish we had one. <sighs> I didn't know. I didn't know this was a smoke friendly podcast. I also would have brought a blunt. I bring in, them everywhere, but I didn't bring it here because I was like, "You're like we're doing it in my house." Actually, and I was th- like, I, was I look like, at you and I'm like, "Gonna roll in with like a bun." And I was like, "No, you're you're you look like a proper guy. Yeah. You don't smoke in your home." Oh shit! Well, now I feel judged, bro. I, thought, <laughs> I was I was trying to open it to make it comfortable for my guests, bro. <laughs> no, I see it and now. Like, and you're like, "You're a piece of shit for smoking in here." No, I'm like, no, bro, no. Next time <laughs> I come, what the fuck? Next time I got you. No, I didn't say you're a piece of shit. No, 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 no. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. But look, yeah, I actually straight up was like, this guy's going to come with a blunt. I know. In sure. my head, I was like, I should, I should. But I was like, I'm running late. But I guess, I yeah. I've, I've, I actually never have smoked on here. Uh, I've like done podcasts high. But smoked on here, I was like, yo, I got to have something for Natish. You know what I mean? Just to, to be like, welcome to the house. Welcome to Mikasa, bro. <laughs> Did you so. see that joint? The weed was trapped by the fucking filter and shit. It was good. It was good. <laughs> it, wasn't it was a solid bad, joint. I've seen people roll some shitty fucking joints, so. What are you saying with the podcast these days? Like, do you see that people are coming more to shows or like they're, they're, do you see a difference before and after like you started the podcast? Because I've seen like people actually hit me up and be like, yo, you know, like, Absolutely, when's your bro. next show? 
I'm actually like down to come through. I'm like sick. Yeah, man. Actually, kind of the podcast has actually been crazy. It's crazy how many people listen to podcasts. It is, man. Like since we started doing the podcast, not only have people been coming out to sh- to watch the live podcast, like a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple drive from Montreal just to listen to the podcast live. Legit. Know? Yeah. You know, they, they, they did a six hour drive just to hear it. That's you know? incredible, man. Yeah, it was crazy, right? That's people, a sick feeling. People are coming from everywhere. I get messages every day about the podcast. Um, when I put the podcast up, I usually have I have my boy edit it, Drew, who yeah. edits it. He puts it up, and it's usually up in the evening, and I don't promote it until a day or two after. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I just this is how I That's do it. That's just how you do it. But when I look online, before I even promote it or anyone knows it's out, the numbers are up. People are listening to it. You oh, know what I mean? man. That's what people are, are watching it. And people are waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a saga. I, I'm the, I get messages when I sometimes work because we're lazy. You know, I don't have... I don't have that drive. Like, I have a drive to work. Yeah. But then there's like, oh, now I have to put all that work together. Now I have to edit and do all that shit. And I hate that shit. Bro, I, that's the only benefit I'll say to that corporate life. It was like a three-year boot camp for me to get my, like, computer organization. Yeah. Like, I got that beaten into me. Yeah. So I can just quickly knock that you're gonna shit You're going to go out. do this right done quick when you're done this. Yeah, just like, yeah, like, yeah. like that. I, I had to do it so many hours for, for so many weeks, Dude. for so many, like... I need somebody to do that shit for me. That's why I, I do it on my boy's schedule. So I'm like, oh, whenever I see you next, I'll bring you the next episode. So sometimes I wait two weeks because he's going on tour or something. Okay. And uh, when he comes back, it's been three weeks, and I have four episodes for him to put up. And I have people messaging me, when's the next episode coming out? When's the next couple episode coming out? But next day, four episodes drop at the same time. Oh, shit. You know? Okay. So you're like, okay. So you're giving them the number. It's just they they got to understand, like, it may not come exactly yeah, yeah. when you expect yeah, exactly. it, yeah, but yeah. you're going to get the right you're number. At the end of the month, you're getting four podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, exactly. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. fucking sick, man. Yeah, like, I've actually had people... Like, I when we first started this podcast, we're at, like, episode 70. So it's been going for, like, 70 weeks now. Okay, okay, sick, sick, sick. This the is episode first, 40, by the way. This will okay, be episode 40. Right, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first 40 episodes... Yeah. No, maybe the first 30 episodes, we didn't even put them up yet. I had... Like you dropped thirty together? No, I dropped maybe the first eleven together oh. at one point. But then I had thirty, and I was only dropping them on SoundCloud. And together at this point, now we had forty episodes, and I just uploaded them all one shot on uh, on Spotify, and we just dropped yeah thirty episodes one time. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. That's, right? that's, <laughs> I've never seen that shit before. <laughs> I've never seen that shit either. And like, <laughs> just like here's thirty, yeah, right? Boom. But it worked out. I'm actually, like, I love doing the podcast, man. Yo, like, it works out in weird ways. There's uh, one dude who likes kind of the pod, and he's like, yo, if you're ever in New York, let me know. And one time I went to New York, like, a couple months ago, and uh, he's like, I'm like, yo, I need a parking spot because I want to just leave my car in the Bronx, like, out of the Manhattan. And he just hooked me up. He lived in the Bronx. He's like, yo, come park on this street. There's no parking for, like, no checking for days. And I just went, parked there, three days in the city, go back, no tickets, nothing. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I'm like, man, this you is... You left your car there for three days? Three days. Was it a lot or like a street? No, it was like street parking. Suburb. So it's all, yeah, it's all homes. Okay, but they nice. don't, it's in the section of the Bronx where they don't check, 24-7 they don't check. You just gotta be like, Thursdays at 12, you gotta move so they can brush it or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, So that kind of okay. shit, man, like you never expect that, you know? Like next, next time I go, I'm actually going to... Uh, this actually, by the time this comes out, I'll be in LA. I'll be in LA for a couple of days. Nice. What are to, you doing out there? This. What I'm going to San Francisco first because that's the scene I started in pretty much. I'm going back doing some shows, mm-hmm. and then I have friends in LA, and I'm just gonna go down two three days, 
check it out, hang yeah, out. I know a buddy there who's like there does comedy and like film stuff. I'm gonna film a sketch with him. I'm gonna hit the comedy store, ch- check out like Tuesday night. Yeah, store's fun. Yeah, man. And then I'm like, and fly back Wednesday morning, bro. Yeah, I'm okay. So hell yeah, man. Tuesday when this comes out, if you're in LA, let me know. Shit. Yeah, fuck Yo, yeah, let I, know. like it's sick, dude. It yeah. like connects the world, man. Yeah, man. People, and do you ever look at the countries listening? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's crazy. A lot right? of countries, yeah, man. man. You're like, sick. even just comedy in general, like. Basically, wherever I go to do comedy, there's always someone there who's a comedian who can hook you up with something. It's like you know, a community, man. Yeah, dude. No matter where you go. In Australia, there's going to be a bunch of comics from Toronto comics I've met everywhere. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go. You can go to India right now and find comics. I went to Shanghai. Right, and there's comics. And there's there's all these South Africans and Irish and the expats yeah. who work in China. They're all there like, oh, and it's all in English. Yeah. The, and it's right away, they tell you all the, where all the mics are. They tell you everything right away. It's the best. Man, it really is. It's like a weird sub-species of human. Yeah, <laughs> man, know? that's why if you're a comedian and you're listening to this, you don't have to be trapped in Canada or the U.S. in a scene that doesn't respect you. Because that's what it is, you know? You could be the best comic in the world, but sometimes you don't get the that recognition love. you yeah. deserve from the yeah. industry, right? But there's so many options. You're not stuck here, you know what I mean? You don't have to do 30 years of bullshit exactly. where you're not feeling respected. Go somewhere you else. Go go where like the wind takes you. Yeah, you know? dude. Don't don't be don't be scared to leave. Do you have plans? Cuz I t- I talked to Paul about this too cuz you know, they tell you everyone just always says, "Oh, bro, you know, once you get to a point, you got to choose New York or LA." Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Um that was my mind state for a bit, but I feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm building my own brand. Yeah, okay. Building my own fan base. Yeah. So I make whatever move I need to make, not relying on what the industry can cap me at. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? exactly. I'm going to be bigger than they're going to allow me to be. Fuck, man. That's you know sick. It's saying? like, yeah, now it's like, because you yeah, have man. a sick social media. And I You're wanna, dropping stand-up videos yeah, now. I, I see it. I want to be, I want to blow up in my own city. And like, I want to be able to perform in LA and New York and everything. Because they're inviting me out, but I want to come home hereafter. Yes. Bro, that's... A, so I started comedy in Detroit three months. Then I moved to San Francisco. I'm there eight months. And that's when I start going out daily. So that's where I feel like, okay, I'm here. And then I had to move to Toronto. So now I've moved. Every time you move, you have six months where you just get the shoulder. No one's like... Because there's so much flux of people in and mm-hmm. out. You never really like get to know people too quick. So it takes like a year before you're like, okay, this is like a guy in the yeah. city now. And then it takes years for it to become your city. So I'm like, I was, a lo- I literally, same thing before. I was like, okay, I'll stay in Toronto for a couple years, then I'll go to New York. And now I'm like, I have no that, home. Yeah, what about I've all that work you jumping, just put in? Exactly, right? I've just been jumping around and, and not making any city have my yeah. back. Bro, I don't want to leave Toronto unless I'm the king of Toronto. The, exa- that way like, I can come back. Like Morhej and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's I was, I'm like, I, when I leave, I want to, when I come back, I can get on every show that night. Just exactly. like, oh shit, you're back in town? You know and what bro, I mean? Bro, I've just started noticing in the last couple of years where I can go do most shows and bump someone and get on. Yeah, yeah, you know? 100%. Like and if you just came started through... to happening, but it's been fucking 10 years, bro. Yo, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, know? man. That's a sick feeling. It takes it, time. It happens and you don't even see it happening, you know? You're like, at one point you're sitting there and you're watching people bump and now you're just going up actually in a hurry because you're doing three spots after this. Or I'm just, and you're I just like, want to get the fuck out of here. I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah or that. You know, just pull me up. I want to get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. And like, all right, bro, you're no, next. Do you have spots after this? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to go. All right, yeah. you're next. Yeah, all right, sick. Dude, I'd put you up on my show. Yeah, for sure. There's like a list of comics. Yeah, Anybody yeah. who I pretty much had on my pod at this point, I'm like, uh, like if you reach... 
I will like at least consider it. I'm actually not anybody. I'll take that. Yeah, you, know what I mean? but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You look, at every, love. Yeah. you look at every comic differently, and yeah. you're like, if they ask you to go early, some comics are like, yeah, fuck you, buddy, yeah. going last. And some people are like, yeah, buddy, I'll put you up literally next. Yeah, uh, bro, all I've learned in this, like running the plus time comedy show with Max for like two years now, is I don't go past nine. Even if it's like, I'm going to hook you up, I'm. 10 comics on the show That's is too like, much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't care how, like, Buddy, five I'm, comics there's too nine much. comics on yeah, here, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, and this just, that's like including the, the, because if Max hosts, I do a set. If he hosts, or if um, he does a set, I host kind of thing. Yeah. So we have to, so we'll like book seven. What do you guys do? Five minutes each, though, right? We'll do sevens, but it, it runs long. Now we book it way less, yeah. not nine. I don't yeah. book it at nine, but it's like I'll hook people up. If yeah. it's hot crowd and I can tell everyone will stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I'll, I'll put more people up. Yeah. But this isn't like I'm not trying you'd to have people there yeah. laughing for you'd, two and a half you'd hours. You'd rather have people wanting more than being tired of it. Yeah. That's and I've I, seen yeah. it. I've seen, We have gone past 10. That's how I learned because I'm like, oh, people are yawning. Yeah. People are dipping. We do, we do that with our podcast. We, like, we cut it at an hour and 15. Sometimes it'll be a little bit less. Sometimes a little more. But we leave when it's interesting and it's good so people are like oh why are you ending it well tune in next week you know that's what I smart mean? yeah that's literally that's the exact same. Uh, when i first started i was like oh, i'll do 30 my first episode before i did it i was like i'll do 30 or 45 minute episodes mm-hmm. and then i start i press record i sit with uh, ezra and we go two hours you know what i mean because because i didn't know how to be like yeah, yeah. I, we're, you know and then the next episode i was like 45 is ridiculous you can't get into anything with mm-hmm. 45 fucking minutes right so it's like I re- I'm like an hour to an hour 30. And then now that I do it more, it's literally right around an hour 10 is yeah. what I usually land. It's perfect at that you know? point, yeah. It's just nice. I feel like it's a good length of a drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How, you, after that, you start falling out of it. You know what you I have mean? Yeah, diminishing returns almost. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you ever listen to those whole Rogan ones? Like, I don't listen in to one go? podcasts. You don't listen to a lot of podcasts? Not who, any. Who do you listen to? No one. No know. one at all? Right now, I'm listening to any podcast. Okay, okay, okay. I don't even listen to my podcast. Yo, I mean, I definitely don't listen to this podcast, but I listen to the podcast, yeah. yeah. The only time I listen to this is to check if the sound level came through right. I but, have a sound uh, guy for that. I'm like, yeah. you tell me it's good? Yeah, right. you got that disposable income now, sound guy, bro. I'm up there tinkering with audacity and shit, bro. Uh, fuck, Trying to bro. save $7. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is, man. I don't like anything, bro. I don't like music. I like music. I like comedy but i don't yeah. i don't actively pursue it i don't go out looking for new music i don't go out looking for new content it's just whatever yeah man you just you just spend so much of yourself creating that i just want to be to just want to be for the rest of it sit at yeah, home yeah, yeah. close my eyes and say nothing <laughs> you know what i mean you, you, so you get the joy from the silence i i'm obsessed with music bro oh, no i like i'm constantly playing music. Yeah, i love silence yeah you know, I'm constantly running from the sounds. I'm like, put music on. I can't be alone with these thoughts. No. You're nothing. <laughs> You're nothing. You should have been an engineer, bitch. You shit. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Did you have? Tell that guy to write some jokes. Yeah, right? Exactly. Come through. Yo, reach. So anyways, I left engineering. Yeah. Fuck, dude. What's next for you, man? Like, uh... Uh, after Australia, what are you planning? To, uh, no real plans. Just uh, I'm gonna work. So I'm working hard. on my next album. <laughs> oh, what was uh, your last album called? Confident Dreams and Scary Realities. Okay, okay. Yeah. Confident Dreams. I, th- I heard some tracks on that too. I think before you. What year did you record it? Uh, that was 2018. Did you just record it when I started coming to the city, I think? Confident Dreams or what? Insecure Realities. Insecure Realities. Okay. Yeah. Are you sideways profile on it? Uh, no, it's a picture of. Uh, all greenery, like a big shrub. Yeah. And my head sticking out of the middle of it. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
how was it, man? Recording an album like it was good. Did, it did was you put that, a lot of weight on that first one? Well, yeah, it was like eight years of work, right? Eight years of my best jokes. And so now you retired kind of everything you yeah, started I mean, home. N- not retired, but I mean, like I still use them sometimes if I need to. If it's, it's a live show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you wouldn't put them yeah. on another album. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Now that I listen to that album, I think that album shit. People love it though. I get a lot of love for it. You're two years later. Yeah, but like later. my next album is gonna be fire. Yeah, and you got a name? You think? Or? I think it's gonna be called. Uh, Beard hairs and blunt ash. <laughs> Beard, okay, sick, sick. Does he have a picture of? Uh, it's uh, I got, I got that uh, graffiti artist uh, Elixir, uh, the guy who did the mural outside the corner. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he, doing it. Yeah, he is working on my album cover for me. Fuck it's yeah, gonna be man. me sitting in an ashtray. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's actually gonna look dope. What, what? How many more? Uh, sorry, how many tracks do you actually aim to put on these things? My last one had like my last one had thirteen. Yeah. It was about just under an hour. Um, I don't. I'm not really focused on that. I'm probably gonna do like 45 to an hour yeah. for the next album, and then I'll chop it up. I might only use 30 minutes of it. You know, might 45 minutes. Uh, it all depends. Do they put minimums for these albums? Like, is it like a, a no? There's no minimums. It could be an EP. Yeah, you could drop a 10 minute album if you really wanted. You can do anything you want. It's just that if you want your shit to be played on Sirius XM and shit, it needs to be over 90 seconds per track. Okay, well that you so you can't have like those one minute like back and forth. You yeah. can't put them on. So every track that I cut on my twelve minute album or my twelve track album was at least ninety seconds. Fuck yeah, man! Yo, I'm excited for my first album. I don't know what I'm gonna call it, but I'm still got uh, some years to put in before that. Yeah, but bro, yeah, just man. fucking do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like because I like artwork and music, mm-hmm. and like I'm obsessed with music. So the way I'm thinking about this is like, you know, this is like. This is your first LP, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, bro. Fuck so I kind of, yeah. I'm not like, oh, I don't want to. I'm not in a rush to put this shit out immediately, you know. But there's money to be made, bro. And like, is your thing going it, around on what's file exchange or whatever? Sound it's exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And it's making you a, yeah. a nice check. Make me a nice check. Hell yeah, yeah man. Fuck and yeah. that's why I want to draw more albums. When I look at it, back in the day, the greats had like 15 albums. Richard Pryor had like how many albums? Who fucking knows? 15 albums, something like that. Did he? A lot of fucking albums. I didn't even grow up with comedy albums until me, I started being with current I, comedians. I, I didn't. I still. Don't, I never listened to comedy. I still don't. But I just know that, like, by the time I actually, you know, this shit actually pays off, I'm gonna have like a if, body of work. Yeah, man, ten, twenty albums under my belt. I'm gonna try to drop one every year from now. Fuck you know, yeah, man. And that it pushes you to write and keep creating. Yeah, just keep being funny. Don't lose your shit. Oh yeah, man. Yo, I'm excited. Yo, tell the people how to find you, dude. Uh, Instagram at Nitty Sack N I T T Y S A K. Um, High on Trees uh, is the podcast name. Just type that in into Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah, that's Apple, with iTunes. host Paul Thompson is on the yeah. pod. Yeah, High on Trees, Hot Podcast oh. on Instagram, Nitty Sack on Instagram. It's about it. I don't really. Use I was always br- I put that shit in the description either yeah. way, man. So yeah, f- click the fucking description, bro. Yeah, you'll see the link. You know what it is. Yeah. As always, from me, uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you know, rate it, like it, subscribe it, share it, five stars, do all that shit. Spotify, follow that shit, and uh, yeah, just tell people about the immigrant section. You know, spread the word, let them know. As always. Peace. Take Hell care. yeah. Thanks for coming on, yeah, brother. Bro, I appreciate you, me, man. I, appreciate I didn't even it. give you a proper goodbye. As always, check out High on Trees podcast. Look at the description. Peace, y'all. Yeah. Immigrant section. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Support our local immigrants. Um.